Hey everyone, just popping in here to share some big news that the price of the Families Fly Free membership will be going back up on Thursday, May 9th at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. So as I had mentioned before, we reduced the price of Families Fly Free by hundreds of dollars at the beginning of 2024 to give everyone a chance to get in at this lower cost. But we are now having to bring that to an end, and we do officially have a date when the price will be going back up. And again, that is Thursday, May 9th at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. So if you've been thinking about joining Families Fly Free, now is the time to do it. If you want to change the way your family is traveling, if you want to travel more and do it affordably, and if you want to use miles and points and travel rewards without it being a second job, learn a simple system to always be able to do this without a wallet full of cards, please come join us in Families Fly Free and do it before the price goes back up. You can learn more and sign up today at familiesflyfree.com slash join. Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel, but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015. And I want to show your family how to do it too. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Families Fly Free podcast. I have got a special treat for you today. I am giving you an inside look at the Families Fly Free membership. So inside the membership, we offer lots of different live webinars. They're all recorded for later access. And a webinar and a Zoom call that we do every month is the Ask Me Anything Q&A. And on this call, it's your opportunity as a member to bring any travel questions that you have directly to me, and you can get them answered live. You can come on video if you want um, and ask me your question directly, and we can go back and forth about it or you can post your question in the Q&A box on Zoom, and then I will answer it live. Or if you can't make it live, you can submit your question ahead of time, and I will answer it um, on the live Q&A, and you can listen to the recording later. Our members tell us these are some of their favorite pieces of content inside of Families Fly Free are the Q&As. And when you join, you're going to get access to all the Q&As we have done since the membership started in 2020, if you wanted to go back and listen to those, because you'll hear a lot of the questions that you have as well. Other members have them too, and they may have already asked that question. So this Q&A is the last one that we did, which is from March. And so I'm getting ready to do our next one, um, actually the last week of April when this episode will air. And so I'm just giving you a sneak peek at the Q&A so you can hear how they work and you can hear the types of questions that people ask, because I want you to see this before the price of membership goes up. And it is officially going up on Friday 
April 28th. Um, so I want you to have as much information as you can. You've got it now. You know what it's about. This is a sneak peek um, so that you can make a decision if you want to join Families Fly Free or not. Um, and we certainly hope that you do. We would love to help your family make flying free easy and enable you to go everywhere you want to go without the cost of flights being an option. So I invite you to enjoy our Families Fly Free members only Q&A. Hey, George. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Amazing. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I have such a simple question, but I always like saying hi to you. So I figured I'd just go on and, and yeah, and say so much hi. more fun so, to do it on video. Yeah, yeah. So, well, anyway, real quickly, as you know, I've had the Chase Sapphire Reserve card for many years, and and uh, and of course, I balanced the five hundred and fifty dollar a year payment uh, fee for that against the three hundred dollars back, and and some of the other benefits we get with Priority Pass and and, uh, and some of those things, but. Um, I'm going to be transitioning over to the Capital One Venture X card sometime yeah. before the end of the year. So sometime in the next eight or nine months, I'm going to be closing down the, the Sapphire Reserve card and transfer in and moving over to the Venture X card. So my question simply is this, are there times that the Venture X bonus goes up or is it just pretty much locked in at 75,000 points for the bonus? Well, so it's a fairly new card. And when it came out, it had a hundred thousand point bonus and then it's gone to this. So we don't really have any history with it to know sure, like sure. if it will change or not. So um, it has never straight, let's see, we got it early last year. So it's probably been around for a year and a half, something like that. And it hasn't changed in a year. Okay. So I would, we have no examples that it might go up again is what I would say. And often like sure. the reserve is a good one of, it never went back up to its highest bonus when it first came out. It right. was the hundred thousand for it too. Yeah. So, which is what yeah. I got. I, I got it when it had the hundred thousand, yes. which was really nice. So yeah. yes, we, we enjoyed our reserve. We got the full use out of it. Now we can switch over to this next one but um, do i understand correctly that um the priority pass benefits on the capital one venture x card are slightly different than the reserve card yes so the they just changed it at the beginning of the year and they basically downgraded the priority pass that you get with venture x but here's what you lose is you lose the restaurant credit um and now like um, we had a member who does fly like every month and he uses that restaurant credit enough that it made sense for him to keep reserve versus, okay. so you'd have to really consider, do you, you know, use that restaurant? Cause it's $28 per person. Okay. And the other thing you lose is remember when you went in the, um, was it the minute suites? Yeah. <laughs> right? You yeah. sent us we, the pictures we, of that. We, We've gone there many times, so we fly into Nashville pretty regularly. And any time that we're flying back out, as long as we have a little extra time, we'll go to Minute Suites. It's great. Okay, we so you it. lose that. Okay. So you might not like that. It it, it it's um loses any 
like non-traditional lounges. So like if there's a, sometimes there'll be like a massage, some place you can go get, I don't know, some certain amount. There's some little other, like anything other than the lounges is what they took away. But, and there's still a question and it maybe doesn't apply to you. It's mostly the two of you, I think, but um, of how many people can you bring in with you on the capital venture, capital one venture X priority pass. And it, they just flat out contradict themselves. Sometimes it says only two, sometimes it says unlimited, and you can find that published in multiple places. People have called, they give different answers. So it's probably, it's just up to whoever's checking you in at the airport lounge, what they feel like doing that day. Are there more lounge options through the, the VentureX card, uh, like outside of the priority pass lounge? Is there like a they Another do have lounge. their own. Yes. If you go watch, we have a Capital One Venture X video and I went through that on that one. There's like three different, there's the priority pass and then Capital One has lounges, but they don't have very many yet. There's just a handful. And then there's one other lounge system. Um, I forget what it's called, but I think it had a lot of international ones. Um, so, but yes, take a look. I, I can't, I feel like maybe Nashville was one. I can't remember, but um, where the Capital One, like if you go to the Capital One site, um, they have a page all about the different Church. lounge programs. But yeah, it, it does go beyond Priority Pass. Well, either way, I'm going to make the switch, uh, even if we end up losing Minute Suites. And, Dar I know and we went in the Minute Suites after <laughs> you one time and it was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, it was pretty You guys sweet. haven't been in one. It's like you get your own room. And you can you could sleep if you want. They have noise machines. They have a TV. You can work. Um, it's just totally quiet and out of the chaos of the airport. Because even the lounges these days are busy. Yeah, they're busy, so it's not so much quiet anymore. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, cool. That sounds good. All right. Thanks, George. Let's see, Michelle. Uh, I have a personal Southwest card. Can I open another one for my business? Okay, so Michelle, we would have laid this out for you in your plan, but our process, um, so you can't open a personal card for a business. You have to open a business card. Um, and that is generally how we teach you to earn companion pass. One personal Southwest card, one business Southwest card, and we're going to get into a little more detail with some of our submitted questions about getting approved for a business card. Um, but that's how we teach you to earn companion pass. So, but you can only hold, um, but yes, you can open another card, but it would just have to be a small business card with Southwest. Okay. So Michelle, if you haven't gotten your personal plan, what you want to do, um, Cami can put the link in here, but you want to make sure you've gone through our new member course. Um, and the new member course walks you through everything you need to do to get yourself set up in the membership. Um, so getting a personalized plan uh, is a benefit of being a member. And so we'll have you fill out a questionnaire and then we will send you a step-by-step -step plan of what we think you need to do specifically based on what cards you already have, um, if you already have a companion pass, when that expires, how many people are traveling with you, all that good stuff. So that way I can make sure that we're giving you um, the exact right advice for your situation. All right, um, Tina says, um, what are my thoughts on purchasing one a getaway plus fares to try to use same day flight changes to get better flight times? 
Tina, that makes me nervous because <laughs> I feel like every flight I've been on on Southwest that I can think of except for two last summer have been totally full. So I feel like the option to get to be able to change to a different time because the flight has some open seats is going to be slim to none. Um, so I have that uh, A-list preferred right now, that promotional one that I got for, we don't know why. Um, and so I have that option too, that I could move to same day standby. Um, but I'm too afraid that, to try that. So um, I guess as long as you're okay with it not working, but then you've paid more points for a flight that really didn't help you potentially. Um, so that's my thoughts. I would be too nervous to try that, but if you try it, let us know if it works. Okay. Robin, let's see. I just checked and one way to Maui on the flight I booked went up, but the return came down in points. Um, how does getting points back work exactly? Um, does it have to go down both ways? And she's already added her companion. That's a good question. I love that one. I don't think we've had that one before. So no, it doesn't have to go down both ways. So what I have done in that situation, and you would need to do anyway, because you've added your companion, is call Southwest, tell them that the um, price has gone down on one leg of the flight, and you need to get those points back, and they will do that. Um, and that's what I have done in the past. But that is a really good question, because that's not um, obvious necessarily. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the total price of your flight that netted up or down. Um the just one leg can go down and they can see that on their end. And in fact, I can't remember what flight it was that I called for that situation, but um, it actually had gone down more um, than what I was seeing on my screen. So I got more points back. So you just never know. Um, but that's the case. Anything like that, just call Southwest and ask them um, and they'll take care of it for you. Okay. Oh, Brittany said, um, she had someone sign up for a Southwest card using her referral link. How long does it typically take to get those referral points? Um, it Here's the thing. It takes a lot longer than you want it to take. So um, it can take six to eight weeks for it to show up um, in your account. It does eventually show up, but it, they are not in a hurry about it. So um, I would just say, just have patience with it um, and it'll get there eventually. But I think they want to make sure, um, you know, that person's approved. And then I can't, I don't think they're making sure that they meet the minimum spend, but um, it just seems to not be a speedy process. So, and then let's see, I saw a question from Emily. Um, oh, about southwesthotels.com. Since we were talking about that, she wanted to know, could she um, use her Chase Sapphire preferred card to book a hotel through Southwest Hotels, or did she have to use her Southwest card? So you can use any card you want to pay for your hotel through southwesthotels.com. Um, you just want to think about which is going to give you the most points per dollar there. So you're going to get two points per dollar with your Chase Sapphire Preferred because it's going to code as a Southwest purchase, which is travel, and you get two points per dollar on travel. Now, if you use your Southwest card, if you have a card that gives you more than two points on a Southwest purchase, you might want to use that one. You will, it, it won't be a flexible point, 
it'll be a Southwest point, but as long as you'll use those Southwest points, um, if you'll get more points per dollar, like the business card with South, the performance business with Southwest gives you four points per dollar, that would be a better card to use if you have that one, because then you'll get twice the number of points as you would with Chase Sapphire Preferred. Um, so, but maybe you're also using it to meet the minimum spend on Chase Sapphire Preferred. So that'd be another reason to go ahead and use that. Um, but just take all those things into consideration, um, how many points per dollar uh, you would earn. Let's see, Janine. So she earned her companion pass, added her husband as the companion. Um, now in the app, she sees the add companion button on her flights. Can she use this option or does she need to call to add her companion? So, right. So you have named your companion is what you've done. Um, and so now that shows up for you on every flight you book, it will say add companion. And so, yes, you can add him to once you've you book the flight first and then you go in and click that add companion and you can add him you do not have to call southwest to have them do that add your companion um, as soon as you can because flights do fill up these days like i said every flight is almost full um and so you don't want to get in a situation where you have a really good deal booked but you forgot to add the companion and now the flight's full and they there's no seat for them and then you have to move your flight to whatever the current price is so um so yes if you see that go ahead and add them um and get that taken care of what it will do is it will ask you you will have to pay their $5.60 fee per way um so you'll you'll just need to go ahead and do that and then they'll be um on they'll be added. They get their own confirmation number, but they are automatically checked in when you are. So just know like you won't see them. Um, it will have its own confirmation number. It's still attached to yours. So um, you'll see like um, associated flights when you click on your flight, and then you'll have to click on that in order to see their details if you need that. If you do need to make any changes though, after you've added them, you will have to call Southwest to have them do that. Carrie says, what is the process to get and use a priority pass for an airport lounge with Capital One Venture X? So um, once you have the card, you just log into the site and there's um, like a benefits section and you click on that and you click on priority pass and then you just fill out the information. And so we, they send you a card in the mail, but they now have it so you can just totally use the app also. So as soon as you fill that out, um, I think it was immediate, um, you can you can download their app and then you can log in with the password and everything that you've set up and it will give you uh, a card that you can show or you can add it to your Apple wallet and show it that way. So that's what I do is I just show it Used to when we were going in a restaurant, but they've now turned that off. But um, also in an airport lounge, they will just scan your phone, um, the card that way. So it's really is a very simple process. It used to be like back when the reserve came out, like George and I were talking about when we first got that, you had to wait for it to come in the mail and it took like several weeks. So you had to really be on top of it if you were needing to use your priority pass for international flights or something like that, that you had coming up. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. If you're ready to fly your family free forever, 
I invite you to join my family's Fly Free membership. You'll learn how to stop paying for airfare throughout the US, Caribbean, and Europe so you can make those priceless family travel memories before your kids or even your grandkids leave home for good. And you'll learn it using my simple proven formula that's helped hundreds of families. Plus, it's risk-free. You either get your investment in the membership back in free travel, or I give you your money back. You can get more information at FamiliesFlyFree.com slash join.